0: Santos' kick is lined up. That kick is gone. He got it. Snap
1: to Fitzpatrick again. Looking in the flat. The pass
0: intercepted by Derek Johnson. He's got the open field. Gets a couple blocks. He's at the 25, 20. 15, he's at
2: the 10, and he's taking a jet with him all the way to the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City.
1: How's it going, guys? Welcome to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast, the officially recognized international supporters club of the Kansas City Chiefs. You can listen to us on both SoundCloud and iTunes, just search for the name Arrowheads Abroad. Plus, if you hit the subscribe button, you will be notified instantly when a new show is available. As you should know by now, my name is Brad Simcox, and I'm joined, as always, by the Arrowheads Abroad Supremo himself, Tom Childs. And backing us up, both in the safety position, is our very own Dave Barnett. Dave, you have missed one hell of a podcast.
2: Yeah, I, you know, I miss an episode, and apparently the, the, whole, the world whole world explodes. World. <laughs> Just, yeah. Mental, absolutely mental. See what happens when you leave us alone. I know, yeah. Perhaps I should just, you know, we should permanently get like a rotating third guest on and I'll just retire. Seems to work better for us, apparently.
0: (laughs) I like the fact that I could get a word in. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. That's the Uh, thing
2: I'm worried about. It's like, it's out of my hands.
1: uh, Giving Tom a bit of a leash is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not really a good thing, I don't think. Um... For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, uh, obviously we had uh, Tamba Harley in our last show. And uh, If you haven't listened to that, obviously listen to uh, the uh, the podcast uh, previously to this one, which was episode 15. And you'll hear everything from our predictions for the first half of the season. And we had the 15-minute interview with Tamba Harley. Now, there's a few things, obviously, we need to go through. Uh, the main thing, I think... That rocked Twitter at, the, at that time was uh, one of the questions that we asked Tamba was what he felt was the uh, uh, the main thing that the Chiefs needed for the the new coming season, and uh, we got one hell of an answer, didn't we, Tom?
0: Yes, it took us by a bit by surprise, if I'm being honest. Like when we first invited Tamba onto the show, I was very much expecting. Vanilla sort of answers, like f- like football soccer player answers, very very scripted, very standard, yeah, we're, I'm looking forward to making a Super Bowl run if possible, um, I love playing for this team, I can't wait to get started, That like that sort of thing. And we did get some of that, but on top of that, we got some of the most genuine, honest answers I've ever heard out of a sports player. Um, this question in particular that you've mentioned, um, he answered regarding leadership and leadership is something that us three have touched on a lot in this offseason but whenever we've talked about it it was about the offense that we had worries with when with Tamba you could clearly tell although he didn't name names he was more leaning towards the defensive side of the ball when it comes to leadership I don't think he questions the guy's ability or their leadership when they're there it was more so he was questioning why aren't they there at the voluntary mini camps, leading by example to the rookies and the young guys? And if I'm being perfectly honest, I have to side with him. Um, he is talking about camaraderie and the team going forward as a group. And they let's be honest, these players get a hell of a lot of time off throughout throughout the year. They get from well, in our case, middle of January until today, pretty much until the training camp starts with a few days in between so it's not a lot to ask and i can see why tam why tamper f- thought that i don't know how you felt about it Dave. have been that you weren't in the room like in the room as it were with us you didn't get a chance to speak to Tamba before or after the interview and um, you've only listened to it as everyone else has so what was your opinion on what he had to say
2: i mean i can sort of see where he's coming from
0: but at the same
2: time it's not as big an issue for me you know these workouts are voluntary and the key word there is voluntary like i'm um, 99% sure that pretty much every team in the NFL has guys that don't show up for the voluntary workouts those guys will have had the reasons for not being there and as long as they show back show up back in shape and ready to go that's that's all that bothers me really well this
1: is the thing with uh, that that I've got really it's I think there's different forms of leadership and you have guys that lead on the field and you have got guys that lead off the field I mean you, you play the game, obviously, Dave. Um, do, you? Do, do you? Yeah, he yeah, does do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you must have guys that show up on game day and they they drag the team forward uh, and then just go home afterwards. They don't go to the pub afterwards or something like that. Uh, but then you've got the guys that go to
2: the pub who are, you know, these, these kind of team leaders kind of thing. I'd say it's more in terms of, like, you have your leaders in... You have your leaders in terms of you have your vocal leaders, but you have your leaders in terms of you guys that lead by example and the way they play on the field and they just leave it all out on the field. Like, you know, there's guys that don't say a word, but you know you can rely on them 100% that as soon as they step on the field, you have got no worries that they're going to be in the position that they need to be and doing their job exactly as, as expected of them. Even if they don't say anything else other than that, and I think in a team you need to have that that balance. Like you can have a team where if you have too many vocal leaders, then I think you can have more conflict than if you have that balance of guys that just show up and do their thing, and you know the other guys that do get in people's faces when they need to, and uh, make sure that guys do step
0: up. How much do you buy into this argument that Tambo was saying what he said? to try and light a fire in this defense. Um, I heard it on the Locked On Chiefs podcast, actually. I listened to that this morning, a good show. Um, I advise checking it out. Um, but they argued the fact that maybe Tamba was trying to make the defense angry um, and maybe just get a little bit of an edge to the Chiefs defense that so they can carry into the new season. Where, where do you stand on that?
2: I mean, possibly, but... I don't think the defense has been the issue for the Chiefs for the last few years like in the big situations whenever we've needed a big play like time and time again the defense has shown up. I think it's quite clear that uh, if you if you listen to the answer on its own
1: it sounds like Tamba's having a go kind of thing, doesn't it? On on its own. But if you listen to the whole of the the interview, it starts off with, you know, Tamba saying that he's 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 really still loves the game even like 11 years on 12 years on, um he wants to step on the field he wants to do his best every time for the for for the Chiefs, um I th- I think people are realizing now that, that his his whole mindset is about the team, isn't it? He is a he's a massive team player, probably one of the biggest team players we've got.
0: Yeah, for sure. He's not he's not doing this. To- for his own personal gain, He's not doing it to great attention. He's not trying to get himself cut or traded or anything like that. The the motivation for all of this, uh, for me, is a guy that wants to win a championship. He's been in this league a long time. He's seen one playoff win. He's similar to DJ. They've both been in the league a long time. They've only won one um, playoff game. They've been close to a Super Bowl appearance the last couple of years, but I think they see the end of their career coming and they just want to get that win. They want to make the Super Bowl. I, obviously, they want to win it, but you can tell that they want to be involved in the Super Bowl. And that's what you could clearly tell from Tampa. He is—he just wants a win, oh, a ring to end his career on. And so I, I do get the motivation behind his 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 thoughts and um, why he feels that now he's running out of time that he needs to say these sort of things.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I felt he, sp- he spoke almost like a fan he was frustrated obviously for what happened last year and obviously the season before that and
2: it just came across as a as a fan that actually plays the game mm mm-hmm. did you get that yeah i mean you know when you've been with one team your entire career you 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 know you probably are sort of in that mentality a, a little bit more than you know, if you played for a few different teams, or you know, you've you've signed a big contract elsewhere, and that kind of thing. But you know, I at the end of the day, I think everyone wants to to win a ring. I don't think it matters which team you play on, where you've played previously. Like everyone that plays in the NFL wants to win a Super Bowl. It's as it's as simple as that. With the talent on this team, I think that's the m- more disappointing aspect of it. Because I think we are so close, and I think we do have so many of the pieces in place that yeah it probably is a little bit frustrating as like we' just need that little bit of extra to push us over the edge and, yeah you know if this provides it then great, and we'll all look back on this as maybe the moment that sparked something at the start of the year
0: imagine that if it gets shown <laughs> on America's game and a, in a- Tamba Harley's appearance on a UK-based Chiefs panel podcast with his ring. <laughs> was, yeah, was, was I think we could reason. all die happy at that point. <laughs> yeah. <aren't we>? um, <laughs> I want to go into Canton if we do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we spurred uh, it on. Is that what you're saying? We're, yeah, we're, taking, I we're taking credit. For yeah, it. yeah, yeah, we're going to call it now. We are taking credit for it. If Tamba Harley's yeah. rant does the Chiefs win the
2: Super Bowl this year, it was all those guys. it was all us
0: no 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 no, Dave Dave it wasn't you it was me and Brad
2: (laughs) (laughs) don't get me wrong I was gutted I couldn't make it Um, but probably you know at the end of the day it's about our heads abroad it's not about any any one of us it's about you know trying to promote the Chiefs over here and you know increase the fandom in uh, you know across the pond so yeah regardless of whether I'm there or not it's all about you know the team rather than, you know, any one of us individually. I think it'd be the same if either of any of us were missing, I think. Yeah, we kind a of a big answer.
0: deal, Tom. No, no, no. That's a good answer from Dave. <laughs> I, I like that. He's getting a promotion. <laughs> <laughs> Chief editor. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, just a couple more points before we obviously move on to our second and a half of the predictions. Um Tamba mentioned D Ford. Which he said he believes he will lead the the league in sacks this year. Is that doable?
2: Is
0: that possible? He was on pace to do it last year. I was going to say, it depends.
2: Are we getting first half Ford or are we getting second half Ford? Because they were two completely different players last year. Well, didn't Um, they move him around, though, when Houston. Well, I mean, Seth brought this up, um, you know, a very key point up uh, when we did have the sort of the defensive overview about how when Houston came back ford got switched over to the other side and he didn't look the same now obviously we know he had that groin injury so we don't know how much that played into it as well but it certainly is something to watch out for
1: yeah he also went on and actually said uh we went and got a really fine quarterback he obviously really really likes patrick
2: mahomes I mean, I think everyone does. I, I've not heard anyone have a bad word to say about Mahomes so far. He seems like a a really down-to-earth guy, a hard worker. You know, he's got a great QB in front of him to learn from regardless of what, you know, we say about Smith's performance on the field. I think we all agree that, you know, he's one of the best QBs you could ever hope to learn from in the NFL in terms of that, that work ethic and, you know... Studying and becoming a better quarterback in the long term. Um, so yeah, the pieces are all in place for him. It'll be interesting to see if he does get a look in this year. But I say I'm still of the opinion right now. I mean, I mean that's that could easily change based on how the season goes. But I'm still of the opinion right now that we won't see Mahomes this year. But it will cert- certainly be very interesting to see how it unfolds over the over the course of the year.
1: Exactly. Right, I think we'll leave the uh, the Tamba Harley interview there. If you obviously if you haven't listened to it, go and check it out. Uh, it's episode fifteen on the podcast. Uh, it's it's a good fifteen minute section. We talk about his music, we talk about football, talk about the Chiefs. Uh, so go and listen to it if you haven't heard it yet. What we're going to do for the rest of the show is we're going to do our second half of the predictions, but Dave needs to catch up. So uh, because he missed the, the obviously the first episode, we're going to speak to Dave get his win-losses, and then we'll get this right back on track for the second half of the predictions. So, Dave, where's my Hit list me. gone? Where's my list gone? So the first eight games of the season. Yep. Uh, week one, Patriots.
2: I am, I'm going to go with a win there. I Yes! Think that, I think the Patriots, <laughs> if you, if you want to play the Patriots anytime, it's early in the year. That's when they tend to lose games. In November, December, they seem like a totally different team they're almost unbeatable at that time of year i think the best time to play the patriots is earlier in the year so i think we shock a few people and steal the win there
1: i'm going on the shock factor as well um week two
2: eagles that is Um, at home i'd say eagles at home i'd expect us to win that game as well yep uh charges away that has typical chiefs loss written all over it um (laughs) So I'm gonna go with yeah, surprise loss in Sun uh, well in LA, sorry, now. Uh week four. I think you know which uh, team you're playing in week four. Yes. Re-
1: yeah. <laughs> uh Redskins.
2: It's gotta be a win. It has it's to be gotta a win. It has to be a win. Can't be anything
1: else. <laughs> I've gone for a massive, massive kind of blowout win there. Um I think it's just I think it's just yeah, I think it's just blind faith that we're actually gonna be there witnessing it as well. Um
2: Week five, Texans away. I I think we have the Texans number. Um, so again, I think we I would expect us to win that game. Yeah, uh, Steelers at home. I'm gonna say we'll we'll sneak a close win because the Steelers are a massive Jekyll and Hyde team, and they're bound to have good and bad games here. And I think that'll be. Possibly one of their off weeks and, and we'll get the win there. All right. Uh, Raiders away. Hate to say this, but I think we'll lose that game. Don't go down the It's on a short it's on. week. It's on a short week after playing the Steelers at home. I think that will be a loss. It'll be a, be a close game again, um, but I I do have us down for a loss in that game.
1: All right. And the last one for the first
2: week. Uh, first eight games is the Broncos at home uh, a win again I think the Broncos are probably for me going to be the weakest team in the AFC West this year I said exactly the same that's funny that I, I honestly I just don't see anything on their off like defensively yeah they're going to be good again but man their offense is not good right now yeah. Um, they don't have a quarterback so yeah I, I, I would Expect the Chiefs to win that game at home. Out of those eight games,
1: there's five of them which are one thirty kickoffs or half twelve. Yeah, fortunately, <laughs> we're in the US for one of them, so yeah, exactly. It's
2: quite, it's not quite as bad. But that first week, first eight weeks,
1: and there's five late kickoffs like that. That's that's crazy. Yeah, but, uh, I mean,
2: I know I've been quite optimistic there and given us six wins, but there's. Four, five games there that are all toss-ups that are all going to be very, very close, and I could quite easily see us being six and two, seven and one, but also being three and five at that point.
0: So by my count, I've yeah. got me at five and three, Dave at six and two, and you at seven and one, Brad. Yeah. At the half you're, all, you're all defeatists. Okay. All right. So let's. It should be interesting to see how we, this ends up. <laughs> Because I've got a feeling it might level out a little bit by the time we get to the final record prediction.
2: I think so too. So, who's kicking us off with week nine? That would be me. Um, At the Cowboys. Yeah. This is going to be a horrible game. This is going to be a really, really tough game. Um, They are one of the more complete teams in the nfl right now um their defense has improved on previous years and they now seem to have that young qb running back combo they've got the best offensive line in football by far so yeah i i have us down for a loss in this game
0: see for me um but the cowboys they I see them as like kind of like the Chiefs' kryptonite a little bit. The way that their team's built. Um, a good offensive line to stop the pass rush that we depend on. Um, a solid quarterback that doesn't turn the ball over. So again, that's taken away from one of our strengths. A good run game. We know we can struggle against that um, on occasions. And then obviously you've got a good tight end and you've got an elite wide receiver. So for me, um, I, I think this would be one of the games where we are going to be relying reliant on the offense to do something for us to get the for us to get the win, and we've not seen anything in the last couple of years to to feel like we can rely on the offense when the defense doesn't turn up. So um, I'm with you, Dave, and I see a loss for this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I said last season it looks like the Cowboys have created like a you know the modern day Dallas Wall. Um. It, if they've got all the players there and they can keep them out of the slammer until week nine <laughs> then uh, they, they, yeah they'll be a force to reckon with I reckon um, sadly I think Alex Smith will get eaten alive um, mainly by the, the cornerback comes safety um, Byron Jones is it? is that him? Um, he, I think he was listed as a cornerback but he actually played safety for most of last season he covers the field really well in secondary and I think I think Smith will just feel penned in. I don't think he'll be able to let Kelsey loose. Um, I just can't see the Chiefs winning this. Sadly, I've got them down as a loss as well.
0: Oh, so that's the first so game the we, first we game were all in agreement. <laughs> in agreement yeah, on, uh... <laughs> damn it. <laughs>
2: Sorry to bring it down on uh, procedures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Moving on, uh, MetLife Stadium for the second game in a row versus an NFC East opponent um, the Chiefs will be visiting New York to face the Giants um, yeah we have the bye week in
1: week 10 as well though, don't we
0: oh okay so we've got a little bit of a gap yeah we got, yeah. got Andy, a week off ah fine that changes my prediction Randy Reed. off the I point. was going to say this <laughs> is, <yeah>. win <laughs> totally win win yeah, win yeah um, <laughs> I've got one thing written down on my sheet of paper when it comes to this game is the reasons why we can win and it's also the same reason why we could lose Eli Manning. That is yeah. the sole yep. reason I have. have you bruised. got my sheets. Yeah. Um, when he's good, he's great. When he's bad, he's awful. And yep. <laughs> the he has the weapons to be incredible. You look at that uh, wide receiver core in Sterling Shepard, Odell Beckham, and now Marshall there as well. Like that's. Some set, some trio of receivers to to play with. Um, a lot of it depends on Eli Manning. If Eli Manning plays well, then the Chiefs could well lose this. If Eli Manning plays like bad Eli, then the Chiefs will walk into MetLife and stroll their way to victory. So, um, judging now that it's Andy Reid off a bye which I didn't realize two minutes ago, I've changed my prediction and have the Giants losing to the Chiefs at home. Really. Hmm.
2: Yeah, for me that, that that bye week is the key thing there. You give Andy Reid a week to prepare and we'd look a totally different team. Like we say this every time. Every every single time the Chiefs come off a bye, they look so well prepared and yeah, I, I just think that'll be the, the key factor. And again, going this defence going against the QB like Eli Manning, I can see us forcing Eli into having one of his days off. And throwing three picks, and you know, genuinely looking awful. So yeah, for me, I, I think the Chiefs will win this off a bye.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you a question here. See if you can get this right. What does Manning rhyme with? That's right, interception. He just, he just
2: cannot. <laughs> st- <laughs> he just cannot um, well, stop throwing interceptions. Um... <laughs> I don't know how to break this to you. It doesn't you know, rhyme. Well, it's two it's words one of those don't rhyme.
1: No, no, it's like those poetry things, you know, that don't rhyme.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm gonna take
1: have to, have to take a hard pass on whatever this is. <laughs> right, okay. Eli it was the sixth worst QB for interceptions last year.
0: Only the sixth worst. Oh Christ.
1: Sixth worst, yeah. Sixth worst. Um so if the Chiefs you've managed got to what,
2: Ryan Fitzpatrick? exactly yeah. phyllis rivers yeah um rivers
1: was top believe it or not it, it's actually going to be too tempting for him as well because he's obviously got the uh, the other wide receiver brandon marshall
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah um so he'll be throwing the ball all day long i reckon believe it or not i've actually i've actually got us down as a loss even though i've even though i've backed it all up with that <laughs> I've, said, I've gone totally the other way i'm gone. Now nah, we're not gonna win that um I, I don't know if he like you said if he lies on song and he can you know he, he can play like the best of them I think we'll lose but after you've said that about the week 10 <laughs> and Andy Reid um, I'm starting to change my prediction a little bit but no I'll stick with a loss I'll stick with a loss on that I think the Giants have improved quite a lot this year um, especially with uh, they've got Landon Collins as well safety mm-hmm. another good
2: safety Oh yeah, very good.
0: Very yeah, if good you, you, yeah, if you look at their their, their strengths and Eli the Apple, is their is their wide receivers and their secondary. Yeah, that's that's where they're best. The rest of it is average. Obviously, Eli Manning can be great, but in general, they you you cut their two best positions yeah. in the secondary our pass and wide rush
2: against their offensive line that yeah. Yeah. spell serious issues
1: for for Manning. I think it all comes down to Smith's limitations in this game. And I think that's why we'll lose.
0: Okay. You're putting a lot on Smith recently. <laughs> I am, yeah. I am, actually, yeah. You you want my homes in by week nine and 10 did don't you? <laughs> I'm not one of those. I'm not yeah. one of
1: those. Trust me, I'm not one of those. <laughs> All right. Uh, hang on. Week 12. The Bills. We're at home against the Bills. Other than LaShawn McCoy and Sammy Watkins, I can't see the Bills making anything in this game. I really can't. Um, do you know who was the 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 Bills' highest ranked player in receptions last year?
0: In what receptions? Receptions. Um, I'm guessing it's not Sammy Watkins. Now you've said that.
1: Well, no, he was actually injured most of the
2: year, wasn't he?
0: Um, no, I don't know then. Is it, Char- Charles uh, Clay, tight
2: end. I was going to say oh, okay. the fullback slash tight end. Yeah,
1: 57 receptions, and it. There's, I think McCoy was something like 91st or something like that. Can you tell? I've been reading stats.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you been watching YouTube as well? Brad. <laughs> yeah, I've been
1: watching <laughs> YouTube. Yeah, it's a good college uh, college highlights. Um, um, McCoy, yeah, didn't get many uh, receptions either. So, what is what is Taylor doing with the ball, Tyrod Taylor?
0: Well, LeSean McCoy was very good on the ground. He had a very very good year. Let's not forget that the Bills for me are a bit of a not a bogey team for the Chiefs, but we never comfortably beat the Bills. Like, when was the last time that we? Made them look silly. Um, there was a, f- a few times earlier in the early 2010s like the tens as well, 2010, 2011, when they made us look silly. But in the three times that I, the three last times that we've beaten them um, at home, two years ago, um, the year before, and then with the Sean Jamal, Smith Sean, Smith Sean, pick yeah, six. exactly, Sean with Pick Six, and um, no, that was the one before that. I was going to say, oh, the was one, that f- yeah, that, that was Reed's first year, wasn't yeah, it? yeah, we yeah. Then we now. had. The Jamal Charles fourth from one uh 60 yard touchdown yeah that year uh, before but in between them two so we've never really been comfortable with the Buffalo Bills and I, I expect more the same I think they are a good team I think there it's a mentality thing up there in Buffalo the reason why they're not very good um when it come in, in terms of records but individually wise I think they've got some good players and they could could give us some grief. I don't think they will beat us, but I don't think it's going to be comfortable. I think it's going to be one of those tight games against the Bills that we should Well, Sammy,
1: Sammy Watkins, I mean, he could be the difference, but they, I just don't think they've got enough. I just don't think they've got enough enough weapons and I, I do actually think it might be a, it might come down to a um a field goal battle.
0: I can see that. I can I can I can agree with you. I don't agree with you saying that the Bills haven't got a lot, but I can agree with you saying it's going to be a field goal game. I can definitely see that situation happening
2: yeah for me it this just screams like one of those games again that we're gonna mess up, like we look good all year and then we lay an egg, whether it be Tampa Bay, Tennessee, those sorts of games. We always do it like once or twice a year, and for me, this is gonna be that game where everyone's go we go into this game, everyone's expecting us to. You know, win. It's not going to be super comfortable. We're not going to, you know, no one's expecting us to blow them out, but everyone's expecting us to win. And then we go and, yeah, mess it up royally. Yeah, properly chief it up. So I have got this game down again as a surprise loss.
0: There we go. There we go. The losses are starting to creep in now, aren't they?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Couple here. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So next up, Dave.
2: The next game. The Jets. Uh, This was the easiest game on the entire (laughs) schedule for me to predict. Um, The Jets are awful. Yeah, look, they do look awful, don't they? This is, you know,
0: let's let's not waste time. Let's not waste time. Win. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. This is yeah. This is the easiest one to predict of the lot. I had a massive long speech prepared.
0: (laughs) Yeah, win. Definitely win. 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 Massive win. Right, moving on, Raiders at Arrowhead. Uh, Sorry, we're going to cut that one short. Um, Reasons why we will beat the Raiders at Arrowhead is because Derek Carr sucks at Arrowhead. Let's be honest, he's had three opportunities to play there and he hasn't looked good once. Not once. Um, I think there's a mental block there when it comes to the Chiefs with Derek Carr. Um, I don't think he can cope with the conditions. I don't think he's really got to grasp what the rivalry is yet. And he is the weak link as it were when it comes to the the chiefs raiders games on the other hand that's got to change eventually and Derek carr cannot carry on being rubbish at our head. if he's going to have a 15 a year career with oakland he can't be rubbish for 15 games and eventually he's going to be good uh, whether it's this year i don't know i personally have this game down as a win i think we'll split the series with oakland um but obviously, the earlier game because of Thursday night football. This one because it's arrowhead. So I have the Chiefs winning against the Raiders.
2: Yeah, I'm with Tom on this. I am, I say, not going to go into it too much more. I think, I say, just you know, if we do lose that earlier game, I don't see us losing twice against the Raiders. I think we will split the series and yeah, we'll tie it up here one all on the the regular season series and uh, yeah. I'll agree. We'll split the series, but I had us down
1: as a, as a win in the first one, <laughs>
2: ah.
1: and I've gone for a loss in this one. Believe it or not, um, if we lose our veteran players, our aging veteran players, I think it might start opening up at this time. At what is it, week fourteen? Um, it might open it up for for Derek Carr to do some damage. So
0: guess. I've got it down as a loss. So your, your your prediction is health based, as opposed to yeah. What I, I know we've got
1: a, I know we've got a good deep roster and things like that, but we we it, we saw it last year when we lost uh, the, the the likes of uh, DJ. Um, I don't know if 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 we can keep them all healthy, then yeah, we should we should win it easily. But I don't know. I think uh, I think the the length of the season it's just gonna just gonna peter out for us. A loss, okay. at home. I hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong as well. Mm. Uh is it me for the next one? Chargers. Uh <laughs> Again, I'm team. not going to go into this. Uh I, I've said the Chargers are going to be this up and coming team. I've got us down as a loss. At home. Two back-to-back home defeats. I Ow. hate
0: I hate saying this, but I agree with you. Mm. Um I don't think the Chiefs are capable of going six and zero or five and one in the division this year. Um the division is getting stronger, the teams are getting closer and closer together. Um the Chargers will be better. We talked about this in the last show. Um it screams do you remember that game we had a few years ago was when it was like forty one thirty eight? Um what year was it? Two thousand thirteen. Um when it was just back and forth, back and forth, and it got to the last thirty seconds, Chiefs took the lead, and you thought we're gonna, we're gonna win this game, and then Philip Rivers did a, a, perfect drive down the field, and they stole one from us. Um, that's the type of game I can see here, a high scoring affair. It'll be a um, dog fight this one, won't it? Yeah, it's gonna be some dirty, dirty conditions as well ahead. Um, yeah, I can, I can see a situation where we lose this game. I, I hope I'm wrong, but i have this down uh, as a loss unfortunately
2: yeah i am gonna disagree with both of you um <laughs> i already already predicted us to lose in san diego well sorry in los angeles i need to get used to this <laughs> um i don't see us losing twice to the charges i think we'll uh we'll do the business at home controversial <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: we're mixing it up tonight, boys, aren't we? We, we, <laughs> we don't we don't often agree on anything and we're proving that right now. <laughs> uh
1: the next one. Um Dolphins at home. Now I've got us going for a, a strong finish towards the end of the, the well, the last two games of the season. Um I think I'm gonna this is gonna sound controversial as well. Wait, is so the dolphins are at home? Dolphins is at
0: home, yeah, isn't it? Twenty
1: fourth of December.
0: We sound really professional now, guys. Oh, so
1: That's what I've got it down, us. We can't have... Is that three home games in a row?
0: No. before. would be No 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 it's three. No three, and then we've got it a, is three.
2: Yeah. Um Oh, and then we finish away at the Broncos. Away. Yeah, yeah, we need yeah. to do our research here. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, because I was yeah, I got confused with the Broncos. I was like, no, yeah, we play the Broncos at home. Yeah, no, that's fine. Well, I actually uh, think the, the 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 Chiefs are a carbon copy of the Dolphins. Ooh,
1: controversial. Really? Yeah, I do because um, I think Tannehill's another Alex Smith, and the reason I think that is really yes, I do. Um, okay, <laughs> he threw twelve interceptions last year. To Smith's eight, was it? Um, they both have exactly the same, exactly the same uh, pass completion percentage, sixty-seven point one percent, which is 6 overall. And the the the, the yards, uh, the passing yards are uh, two thousand nine hundred ninety-nine yards uh, for for Tannerhill and three thousand five hundred and two for Smith. So I think that it's almost like a mirror image for us. I think we've got the most weapons. Um, Obviously, Jarvis Landry is a a big threat as well as uh, Jay Ajayi, but I've got us down as just edging it as a win this. But it's only because of the amount of weapons that we've got.
2: Okay. Um, I'll disagree with you on the Alex Smith-Ryan Tannehill thing. Um, (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, I don't think Tannehill's been anywhere near consistent enough to be compared with Alex Smith. You know, certainly, I'd, I'd, I I'd think Tannehill certainly looked improved last year. But, you know, sort of as is with the case with Smith, he's protected by the offense a lot. And obviously the emergence of Jay Ajayi, he's asked to do a lot less. Um, whereas previously with the, you know, the, the run game in Miami not quite being up to scratch, he's probably asked to do a little bit more especially with their offensive line play as well. Um, but with him not being leaned on as as much, um, obviously it does take the pressure off a little bit. But I certainly think that the Chiefs' defense has enough to cause the Dolphins some problems. Um, and as I say, I, their defense isn't anything special by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, they have a few very, very good players, but, you know... You always have to watch out for a guy like Sue, for example. But you know, for me, that's more. They have a few standout players and then a lot of very average players on their defense. Whereas the Chiefs' defense, for me, is a lot stronger. Um, and I think that'll probably be the the difference between the two teams. Um, so yeah, I think the Chiefs will the pull the win out here.
0: One thing we have seen since Reid's. Been in charge of the Chiefs is that he is prepared to game plan for the teams, the team's best defenders. And when you mention Endelman I think they will deal with that comfortably through a game plan, knowing that the rest of Miami defense really hasn't got a lot to be scared of. Um, on the other side of the ball, I see this as a game where if you can get some pressure on Ryan Tannehill, he will crumble. Um, again, Arrowhead's going to have a lot to play in this game. It's gonna around Christmas time; everyone's going to be buzzing. It's business time of the season as well. Um, get get a little bit of pressure on Ryan Tannehill. He'll fall apart. We we'll get some picks. Chiefs walk away for a comfortable yeah. win for me.
2: Christmas Eve at Arrowhead—that place is going to be rocking, mm-hmm. absolutely rocking. Mm-hmm. And I'm, yeah, I agree with Tom. I, d- I don't see any way that Tannehill handles that pressure well enough. Okay,
0: moving on to the. Uh, the last like, game of the season, the Denver Broncos, away at mile high. E- new Year's Eve. New is Year's it? Eve, wow. It is as well.
2: God. Wow.
0: I have to, what I, I a I have way to, to s- ring
2: in the new year,
0: eh? I have to <laughs> stay up this year. Uh, last last year, I was sitting and waiting for my baby to be born. It didn't wait, come 36 hours later. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, you yeah, win that. No, I know, and the baby was born whilst the Chiefs were winning the AFC West. Eh? Um, never mind. You know what they
2: say: all the best babies are born in January.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> you born in January, dear? <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, the, this is going to be a relatively easy game. It's going to be hopefully the motivation will be there for the Chiefs. In my opinion, if if they do all right, this is the type of game that could end up sealing them. The number two seed, because we all know that the number one seed is going to be New England Patriots. No one in their right mind is ever going to argue that. I see it possible of them going 15 1, 16 0, but that, they're that good. This, they're going to be that good this year. But um, the motivation for the Chiefs to win is going to be a, a, at least a playoff spot, hopefully a division title, hopefully a ho- hopefully number two seed in a, an opening home game in and in a bye week, of course. Um, yeah, f- For that reason, I, I have us down as a win. Um, the reason why we could lo- lose uh, the time of gear the temperatures and obviously the, the altitude um, Mile High is renowned for being a hard place to play and it's a rivalry game so Denver aren't going to lie down are they they're going to want to win regardless of how their season is going look what they did to the Raiders last year the last game of the season um, yeah they that could was have quite... a Derek
2: Carless Raiders yeah, but,
0: yeah it was but they could have quite easily just laid down and been on their holidays but they they didn't they still give it 100% and they managed to get the win there, so but I I don't see anything other than a Chiefs win and have a sweeping in the Broncos.
2: Yeah, I, as say I, I mentioned this earlier on the the first Broncos game, the defense will still be very good, um mm. maybe not quite as good this year, but still very good. But yeah, I I just don't I don't see what they have on offense really, um you know to to really challenge the. The better teams, I still, I still think they'll be decent, but against the the you know the the teams that are strong on both sides of the football, I, I don't think they'll have enough on offense to hang with the better sides.
1: Hmm. Get ready for this to be quoted We're sweeping the Broncos again. The dynasty's over; it died last season. Paxton Lynch will be brought in, and he'll have a, a few bad games. Broncos will panic partway through the season. Throw in Simeon again; it'll all go to ratchet basically. I predicted the AFC West Division last season and I'm gonna do it this time with Chiefs to win it, Chargers second, Raiders third, and Broncos dead last. <laughs> and I'm throwing my pen down. Oh wow. So what
2: we've we all what have we all got after uh, all those weeks? That puts me at eleven and five, I think. Does it? Which is much more optimistic than my actual record prediction prior to picking each of the games, but obviously there's it's like three or four games in there that I think are very much coin tosses. Yeah. And I know I've gone 11-5 and five now, but, yeah, I could easily see us losing a couple of games like the Pittsburgh game and the New England game that have predicted us to win. But I could also see us winning a couple of games that have predicted us to lose. It's that, it's that close this year, I think. So I think it's going to come down to one or two big plays here and there in a lot of key games this year. Mm-hmm.
1: I went uh, I went 11 of 5 as well believe it or not after a really strong start in my predictions um, it was the back end that that kind of worried me i think it was the it was the veterans are they going to stay fit do we have the people that are actually going to step up and do a job um, so i think yeah 11 of 5 I, that's probably a bit over optimistic because i did say on the uh, the locked on chiefs podcast um, that we'd go 9 and 7 so i'd be probably okay with 9-7. and seven. I think it would get us into a wildcard spot.
0: Well, you'll be pleased to know, guys, that I've predicted us to go 11-5. and five. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've um, all picked different games, but we've yeah. all ended up in the same spot. That's it? I don't know how it's ended up like that. Yeah, much like what you two have said this season... Could end up at seven and nine, eight and eight at the same time. It could be twelve and four, thirteen and three, eleven and five. Any of that record. I think the league in general is going to be quite close, and there's going to be a lot of the middle of the road sort of um, records this year. Um, Originally, I didn't think the Chiefs could get near 11-5, and five, but after going through the games, it's where I've ended up. But this is the most in-depth time I've looked at it all season as well, to be fair. So, yeah, 11-5, and five, I'd be happy with that. I think it would be enough to get the number two two seed in the AFC, and hopefully this time we wouldn't muck it up in the divisional round.
1: Well, it's, uh, it's definitely going to be an exciting, uh, exciting season. I think we looked at a stat. Have we got the second toughest schedule or something like that uh, behind the Broncos?
2: I thought we had the toughest, didn't we?
1: Is it the toughest? Um it's it's along there. there anyway. It's, it's up not, there, definitely yeah. up there. But I think the Raiders were something like third. Um Oh so yeah, like,
2: it's like all of the AFC West teams are in like the top seven, I think it is, schedule wise or something ridiculous. So yeah, I think the whole of the AFC West is gonna have a tough time this year.
1: Well, there you have it. All of us have predicted eleven and five. Um yeah, I didn't actually expect us to do that. <laughs> I really didn't. Um, but thanks very much, lads, for your predictions. Um, if you haven't, obviously, listened to the, uh, the, the the previous podcast. Obviously, it's the episode 15 with Tamba Harley. Give it a listen. Let us know what you think. Uh, speak to us on Twitter as well about the uh, predictions that we've we've made today. Are they the same as yours? Uh Has has one of us really used his heart more than his head? (laughs) Of all of us? (laughs) Of all of us, yeah. (laughs) Um, Let us know what you think. So from all of us, thanks very much for listening, and we'll speak to you next time. Thanks a lot. Bye.